Simi Arif joins us in studio. He knows more than you can imagine. Is President Barack Obama a Muslim? Because you know it's going to be a zoo. It was already a zoo. Did anything happen while I was gone? Haven't you noticed the whole place is on fire? Let me tell you why you're here. But they can only speak in questions. <laughs> Are there side effects? Or? Just diarrhea. My first guess is... Simi, Simi, Simi. Knock, knock, who's there, this guy? Lesser known somebody's. Welcome to Africa's 8th Best Podcast with me, Simi Arif. And today is a guest that I've always wanted to have on the show. I am, I'm a, I, I unofficially was his best friend for many, many years. I don't think he ever knew that. But uh, I feel like I have a deeper connection with him. He is a musician. He's also a dinosaur. Uh, please welcome to the podcast, Mr. Matthew Moore. Hi, Matthew. Hey, man. So you said we were best friends. Yeah, we were. I mean, friends. firstly, I didn't. I've always known this, but I thought we still no, no, were. No, we were. We were. We're, no, we're no longer best friends. We were not anymore. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the main but, reason why we're no longer best friends is... Um, I just don't think you were reciprocating, like at all. Really? No, I was trying to. That's what a best friend does. No. I was trying to play hard to get. Yeah, I think you played too hard to get. <laughs> I played so hard to get that last year. No, you yeah, got. Apparently, I lost no, you, you as a best friend. Yeah, right. You got married, and that was the problem. As I, I write people off as soon as they get married. <laughs> that's the thing. I, <laughs> I see. Okay. I got no I mean, time let for know my friends. Yeah, let her know. You can, you can say, "Yo, I lost out well, on a great friendship I opportunity." When, when you came up to me, when, I mean, you came up to me and just. Like shortly after that, or it might have been before the wedding. Maybe that's why he came up to us because you know, you knew, like there was like a family connection somehow mm. of Jess's that you knew. But maybe that's where you found out. You're like, ah, oh, okay, I guess that's it. No, that's us. That's it for this friendship. Yeah, because one of my connections was married to one of your connections, and that made us family. And then yes. we can't yes. have you can't have two famous people in a family. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so no, yeah, was was someone else in the family? Famous? No, you. It's you. It was you. It's it was you, you and it was you and another guy. No, it's you and and it was you in between you and me. And I decided to be. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Much more no, humble. Yeah. I, remember, I decided to be humble and be like, yo, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I will. Oh man. I will. I'll take a step back and put my career on hold. But it's glad to have you on the podcast, <laughs> Matthew Moll. No, man. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for letting me hang out with you. I've got so many questions for you, but I just want to get comfortable. First things Ooh. first. Why are you so nice? <laughs> I was going to ask you this just now as well. No, uh, oh, no. Then you do not know me. That. I, I mean, am the biggest asshole. <laughs> you, you, every no, interview, yeah, I was. every interview you've ever done, you just like it's like you're like a deer in headlights. You're just like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be here. There's, uh, <laughs> I, I underplay all of my achievements. <sighs> I mean, how... yeah, I'm actually an actor. None of that's true. It's all false. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I was going to say that you are also nice, but I, I, you are no longer nice. Just like we're no longer f- best friends. Yeah, thank but you. I'm, I'm. That's just joking. No, I mean, I, I don't know. I like. I'm always. I never want to just assume things about mm. me as a person, about myself. Just like, especially when it comes to chatting to people about music and about mm. stuff. Like, I don't ever want to just assume. Oh, I'm a big deal, and everyone should know that. And yeah. I'm just gonna go along with that. Like, I, I never want to kind of you just feel so like nice. that and get used to that. You're just so nice. That's the problem. Um, That's like uh, before <laughs> I before I did this podcast, I was watching stuff on YouTube. All the interviews, they always ask you the yeah. same questions, and you always have to yeah. give the same answers. I know. And they always ask you're the watching like, all of it. yeah, bro. And they're like, "Yo, how does it feel to the be same answers? Yeah, how does it feel to be number one on iTunes?" And in my head, I'm just like. 
Shut up.、Uh, Shut up. This is so boring. <laughs> <laughs> This is so boring. No, that is very boring. That is a boring question. It's、like, an awesome question. Like everybody was more gassed that you were number one on iTunes than you were. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yes. Oh, that's cool that you actually see that, that you're like, oh, shut up. This is boring. Because I guess I'm never, I'm never kind of not impressed by that question because it's boring. I just, I don't like those questions where I've got to be like, yo, I'm number one and it feels <laughs> great. I mean, yeah, it feels cool. It's great, but I don't want to go talking about it. But my question is, is it, is it number one in South Africa or number one worldwide? Because now we have to add different no, things. No, You see exactly. You see, it's only South Africa. Yeah, you see, and it was only South Africa for like a week or something. Now you see, that's so, a congratulations.、Um, that's a But I mean, at that same week, I still remember <laughs> Jay Z and Justin Timberlake had released Holy Grail, and <laughs> that was、yes. trending, <laughs> trending. Yeah, no, exactly. That was hectic. Yeah, bro. Have you? I mean, geez, that, how do you remember all of this? I've got that's a, amazing. I would get、oh, mine, bro. I still remember the first time I ever met you. But that's why I have to give you my、so、first. My first,、um, my first question: Did you ever busk? Did I ever busk? No, I was always too shy. I felt,、mm. I, I wish, because I see a lot of people that busk, like especially people in like places like Berlin、mm. and stuff like that, and it looks awesome actually. Well, but I was too scared. I felt like I was going to be too embarrassed for some reason, just to play in front of a bunch of people that weren't like I felt like they weren't going to care and just walk past. Well, look at but it, I've already played it, shows it, like that. Ed Sheeran、anyway. was doing that outside the O2, and now. Can't even get his cell phone number. It's impossible. So you should consider it.、True. Secondly, did you ever do like? Because <laughs> this is going to help. I, this is going to help my memory because I need these answers. That's why I'm asking. Yes. Did yes. you ever do like,、okay. um, like dinner evenings? You know, like you go to a restaurant and you set up、totally. your guitar and stuff, and then you play. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So you don't mean like private、nah, dinners not, and people's not private ones. Just like、no. you know, like people are chowing like, already. Like background. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I started. There was a, there was a little rest. Well, not a little restaurant. There's an awesome restaurant just like down the road from where I used to live when I was、mm. living at home with my parents. This is like eight years ago.、Mm. Um, it's called Cafe Room. So now、yeah. they actually host gigs, but、yeah. at the time they didn't. They used to have these Thursday evening dinners, and I, I was just trying to find any flipping. Possible gig so that I could go and sit somewhere for three hours and play、mm. a bunch of songs, and then they were the only ones that were like, "Hey, yeah,、oh, we'll come, come do this. We'll give you like some money." And they gave me food. They gave me five hundred bucks, and I was like, "This is a dream. Someone's <laughs> paying me money, and I'm getting a free meal, and I could、yeah. sit and play a bunch of other people's songs for three hours." That's basically all it was, which was great. Like I learned a lot from it. It all starts like that. And let me tell you now, if someone offered yeah, that to、exactly. you now, you'd be like, "Not a chance. <laughs> Not a chance." <laughs> I mean, just to sit and play for three hours, I w- could never do that. So yeah. Yeah. that would be the only reason why I wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> and also because your dungarees would start chafing your bums, so it would be very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> your bums, yeah, your plural bums. Bum. Yeah, bro. No, I've I've seen you. You are you are the hippiest after Skulk Pazadenhot. It's you when it comes to clothing.、Wow. Yeah, I mean, you just need the That's hair. That's awesome. I mean, if you think so, I mean, I just think dungarees are very uncomfortable if you're not farming. But、um, you make it your own, you know. You make no, it your no, own. Totally. So no, I happen to have a pair that are like corduroy, so they're they're soft and they're nice. <laughs> oh, they're nice on the bums. Okay, that's fine. So <laughs> my, the reason why I ask is because I have a specific memory,、yes. but I now I need、yes. to find out if it's you or another act. <laughs> That, this, that you met for the first time. She、so、thought you、yes. met me, but you, it might have actually been someone else. Yeah, be, well, th- this is the thing, and because、um, you know,、okay. white people, all white people, they look the same. The difference between you and yeah, totally no, any, true. anybody true. from Desmond and the two could have been Ed Sheeran. Yeah, exactly. Oh yes. <laughs> so, 
I I was about to do a gig or I had finished a gig. This is how blurry my memory is. Yes. It could have been Cape yes. Town. It could have been Joburg. But I know that oh, the, wow. I know that the venue. Your memory is very blurry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that the venue definitely, definitely, definitely did live music and live comedy. Whether they were okay. whether they were back to back or not, I can't remember. But I definitely know that there was there was two. I had finished a gig with a couple of friends, and we had gone to this venue. And oh, I, okay, so this is after your yeah. your gig. Yeah, it wasn't in the same venue. Like no, we it wasn't both in the same, the same venue. No, it okay. wasn't in the same venue yet. And okay. I specifically, specifically remember you packing away your stuff, and then the waiter going, "Oh yeah, that was the that was the musical act. You guys were just going to take like an hour break now, and then you guys can go on afterwards." And then I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." But then, like, I oh, know you were packing. Yeah, you had just packed away your stuff, but we had heard like your last song, and then I was like, "Oh, okay." That guy sounds nice. I'm I'm sure you'll have a pretty good career one day. And then you packed your stuff and then, oh. you, and then you bounced. And then we did comedy and we were shit. And everybody in the restaurant was like, where is that charming white man with the guitar? And we still said, no oh, way. Yeah, oh, we still said, oh, you mean deep fried man? And they're like, no, the guy that played <laughs> an hour before you. Now, that was either you or someone else. Firstly, those people are really rude. Yeah. Yes, like, well, that's rude people. Welcome to the entertainment industry. I'm sure industry. you killed it. No, I did not. <laughs> yeah, <you are> welcome. <laughs> I'm very welcome honest. Welcome to the entertainment yeah. industry. So now I don't think, yeah, uh, I don't think unless was this zero. was maybe like a corporate show or something. No. I don't know. This was Do way you before how, you, how long ago this was. Before you popped off. Before your first album. That's how long so ago like it was. like 2012, 2011. Yeah, it could be about that time. So then... If it was that time, then that was about the time that I was like trying to play in restaurants. But I don't think, yes, I don't know. There's a good chance. It's a good chance, eh? But now there's also a good chance that it was like Jeremy Loops or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you laugh. People but actually I, like this music. I remember Jeremy Loops coming to a show in Cape Town once. Um, there was a place called Ob's yeah. Theater in Ob's. It was called yes, the Armchair. Yes. And, um, I remember the Armchair. And we were gigging the one night and he came in with a girl, but I think he was a bit like, it was a bit loose. So it could, it could have okay, been, it could nice. been alcohol. It could have been on alcohol. The vibe. Yeah. And he came in and he sat down and he wasn't enjoying it like at all. Oh, and, really? Yeah. But like the, the crowd were like, it was a really good show. And yes. I remember being on stage and cause everyone kept on going, yo, there's this white dude with dreadlocks that isn't laughing. And I was like, uh, all right, cool, cool. Wow. And I got on stage and I was like, guys, it's not some random white dude. This is Jeremy Loops. <laughs> this guy. <is> like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's a good thing that you only realize that when you got off stage. Yeah. Well, oh, no. But no, no you're I said not it when the I was kind of guy stage. that gets intimidated or. Oh, no. I... no. If anything, it would have killed you more, I think. Yeah. Oh, no, it did. It did. So, I literally did. So it would have been good if you. I literally sang all of his songs afterwards to him while I was on stage. <laughs> oh, while you were on stage. Yeah, okay, while I was good. on stage. And you must remember back okay, then, good. he used to love using that loop machine. But that loop machine would give him lots of problems. Yes. And I had been at gigs where it had given him oh, lots really? of problems. Yeah. Then he's just like, oh, oh. flip. No, I'd never been to those. Oh, bro. He did one when I worked for 947. The loop machine just stopped. Yes. It, it just stopped. Like the loop oh, machine went on no, strike. On radio. Yeah. And then. We, oh, flip. That's. But that's when I was like, yo, my man, why don't you just. I can, do, I can help you. I can play the sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. 
bro i'm telling this is amazing you should start a looping band oh bro if i could play with those any, sounds if i could play any musical instrument i would kill this market i would i even have a show no, you don't need to you can just use your voice no bro i can't <laughs> i can't i would love yeah. like i'm not even joking i would love to release an album of music of just like me, either me singing or me doing like shitty raps and stuff something just like funny and irreverent well then do it do it will you produce it please for do me? it Will you produce it for me? Yes. I don't know how I to mean, songwrite, I mean, though. That's fine. I think you know how to write, so that's yeah. all you need to do. I mean, I've got like a, like, um, like I've got a, like, personally, and this I was going to bring it up later, uh, I want to do like yes. folk music type of things, but for me, folk music died long, long, long ago. Uh, um, with Simon you can bring and, it back. No, bro, you brought it back before I did. Like Simon and Garfunkel, when they did The Boxer, I think that's bro. the last folk song like of all that time. that kind of thing. Yeah, like in the yes. corner stands a boxer and the fighter by his trail and he carries a reminders of every gump that leaves you now. Now up to till you cried out. That's the last folk song. <laughs> You've got to do this. I Bro, I got to. But then That's I need to know, amazing. do I need to change my accent for when I sing? Are you asking me if you yeah, need to? Yeah, I need to know because um, I've heard you speak now for like the last 10 minutes or so. And then I've heard you sing and this is what you sound like. <laughs> Go see the world. Oh no, 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 no. Okay, that's, so, oh, no. so do oh, I need to add no, the white accent to become famous? No, no, no. You must don't change your accent. No, you Please, do. Bro. You're perfect. I hate that listening. To, I mean, I don't hate it, but listening to those old songs, that was from like, I mean, it's only 2013, but yeah. I think I specifically was trying, I was mm. trying too hard not to change my accent. So I would say stuff like, go see. Oh, but no, you have to. No, you have bro, to because just, um, I used to do a gag on stage. Where I used to speak about, yeah. like, yo, if I ever became a singer, I would sing like Matthew Mould because it's just the coolest, <laughs> white, <laughs> it's the coolest white accent. No, goy, goy, see the world, goy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yo, that was really good, though. You see, you're just being a nice person. You, you're just being a nice person. I'm not really good, bro. You're just being a very nice person. No, no. No, that impersonation was killing it, but thank you. You need to be good at that. But I can, so I can honestly exactly tell you, you're though, good at that. I can honestly tell you though that at the end of this podcast, I just want you to be an asshole once. That's just my dream. Okay, no problem. Okay, cool. I'm no, sorry. but I felt like I really was to you. I told you we're no longer. Well, you told me we're no, no longer friends. So no. I guess that was you being the asshole. Yeah, that was me being the asshole. Plus, more importantly, I am um, no. like the other day. I called you black. Uh, I called you white, Majosi. And you still didn't get up. Yes, man. You were just a nice no, person. No, that was solid. That was nice. But let's uh, let's talk more about you. So you're a, a young boy from Franschuk. Yes, and from Fischuk. Fischuk. A lot yeah. of people think Franschuk, but Franschuk is All like, because it sounds so similar. Franschuk is, I wish I was from Franschuk. Really? Franschuk is amazing. Fischuk is is just okay. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, sorry, carry on. No, no, no. I mean, like, th that's fine. I mean... All the hooks are the same to me until we get the land back. Then we can exactly. start. Exactly. <laughs> then, the then it's over. Okay, cool. So you're a lighty from, oh. from Fishhook, right? Uh, you went to school there. Yes. I did go to school in Fishhook. Yeah, it was a, it's the kind of place that, no, it was nice. I was going to say. Did you always like want to dangerous be? Place, not dangerous. It's not. It really isn't. There's a book festival that happens there. <laughs> Any place That's that has, true. So you were thinking yeah, of the right place. Yeah. Any place that has a book festival is hardly a hood, my G. <laughs> no, like there's yeah, yeah. there's no, nothing very, dangerous about safe. pieces of paper. Uh, <laughs> here's my thing. Did you always want to be a musician, though? Uh, so I, I remember. This is the kind of kid I was. I I didn't know what I wanted to be for myself. Oh, what's that there? 
That is got a little vape there. Yeah, there we go. Little smoke yeah. machine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you How can you blow it off camera? Did you feel like you were going to blow it into my? I just my didn't face want you. I didn't something. want your. I didn't want your Christian morals to to come onto the show and be like, oh, I can't believe you're smoking no, in my vape. presence. I love those vapes. Firstly, they smell amazing. Yeah. And whenever I try to do it, I can't do it. But yeah. whenever I try to do it, they taste amazing too. Don't wreck your vocal cords, my man. Don't wreck your vocal cords. That's what I've heard. Yeah. You know, but I mean, what about your vocal? Well, I guess they make your voice sound all nice and husky when you're talking, right? Does no, bro. It? I used to, like, I won't lie. I wish I never started smoking because I used to do opera. Oh, really? Back, yeah. I used to do opera back in the day when I was at school. I was in choir and everything, bro. Yeah. But won't surely that helps for for stuff like that where your voice needs to be all... No, I wish. I mean, like, I remember I could... I think these days if I, like, when I, like, if I'm singing in the car and stuff, I can feel that, A, I don't have the the power I used to have. Like you used to have, yeah. Yeah, bro. Like, when I was doing, like, because I used to go for opera training. You see, I was one of the lucky brown people where my mom just did all these extracurricular activities. She forced myself and my sister yes. to do these things. So like I was in the choir and the choir teacher really dug my voice. I was a soprano back then because, you know, yeah. like I hadn't hit puberty. Oh, and nice. Nice like, one. That's the yeah. high end. Yeah, that's the high end. And then she was yeah. like, you have to come to my husband. He teaches opera and stuff. So I was doing that all the way up until matric. And I was just like, yo, this thing is cool. But you know, yes. like, when, you do, when you do those things at school, they do not feel cool at all. Eh? It's like, imagine telling your friends. Yeah, well... Yeah, I'm going to go do some Pavarotti exactly. things. Yeah. And they're just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but at the time, when you're in the moment in school, it actually feels kind of cool. Bro. But then I guess when you look back, you don't. There's a lot of things that I did. You, you know, know, for choir, school, we had to sing that Andrea Bocelli and Celine Dion song. Whoa. And it was so dope. Yeah, the, I hit, still the remember that. Hit. Yeah, I still remember the Italian. La lucha que tu die. And then. Then the girls' choir would go, wow. I pray it be our eyes. And then the boys would go, yes. uh, just from above. <laughs> and then I hope yes, like so your voice. be kind. Intorno dentro se. It was a jive, bro. That is incredible. Thanks, bro. That's amazing. You need to continue doing that. I just want to be your hype man. Don't I just quit. want to be behind you singing. I can do all of these things. You record most of your music videos in One and around cry. the area, like bro. It. I can do that. That's very true. Yeah, you just... You, I think this sounds like a good plan. I know, because I know how you... a lot of you, plans, yeah. <laughs> I know, we're going to make money, hopefully, with one of them. I just know how you do music <laughs> videos in your head. You're just like, yo, I was driving through Rosebank yesterday, and I saw such a lovely street. I think I want to shoot a music video there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Now that I think about it, that's what it definitely looks like. Okay, cool. Yes, but let's like, get let's get back oh, to you. So you're you're in yeah, sorry, you asked did I always want to be a musician? Yeah, that's my and then what I was thing. saying was when I was a kid, I uh I didn't know what I wanted to be. There was a preschool event where they were gonna ask everyone what do you want to be when you grow up? And then um I went there knowing that I wanted to say artist. I don't know why. I think I liked to draw and paint when I was in preschool. I still do, I guess. So maybe there was something there. I was going there wanting to be an artist. Then when everyone got up on stage and they each had to say what they wanted to be, everyone started saying they want to be a policeman. So I was like, flip, I guess I better say I want to be a policeman too. So then I told everyone I wanted to be a policeman. But um, <laughs> but then I started figuring out what I wanted to be and not what everyone else wanted to be. And um, no, I don't – I. I actually, I went through stages. I at one stage wanted to be a professional soccer player, wanted to be a professional skateboarder. With, the, with all these your things height, that, with you your know? height, you wanted to be a soccer player. You, you had I, dreams. I, I could, 
That's a good, that's a good point. You had dreams. But luckily, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I bet you had a nice uh, family as well that told you, yes, Matthew, you can be a soccer player if you put your mind to it. You are. <laughs> that's true. They were. They definitely were. You're. Yes. Well, I'm, well, thankfully, you weren't there around at the time to break my dreams. Yeah, if I was there, though, but, you would um, have no. learned. You would have learned hard. Yeah, you would have killed my dreams. You would have killed. Well, now I know that I shouldn't try and pursue that one day I will, <laughs> I will not become a soccer player sorry hold on for but one John, second no, I eventually just go for, for it, go for it. Yeah. okay sorry I, I'm, I'm <laughs> you know these lockdown things I'll show you eh? <laughs> they'll show you my dad just, no, yeah, my, totally. my dad just walked in and he was just like yo I'm looking for a plane and like the wooden plane you know <laughs> like to flatten wood oh, oh my god you're lucky because I see I have my parents with me during like the coronavirus things right yeah but, that's um, a good idea I yeah, mean it's I mean, nicer it is nice, but I mean, like, my personal space is no longer personal anymore. It's a, it's a. Oh, is that what you're saying? Yeah. So, I mean, it must be very nice for you. I mean, maybe it happened when you were younger. Maybe you were writing a hit song in your room, and your mom walked in, like, "Hi, Matthew. Do you, do you want Kasistas? Yes. Now? Do you want Kasistas right now? Oh, I'm on the greatest book mom... ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, that happened a lot. That actually really <laughs> did happen. A lot of my first album, I I wrote the whole album and recorded some of it at home. Yeah. And that did happen a lot. A lot of the time. It, <laughs> I mean, I don't think you'll, I think only on my SoundCloud versions of songs, you'll hear at the end of some of the songs or in the middle, you'll hear sounds of a door creaking because <laughs> one of my parents would always walk in and creak the flipping door. And is, but, that, how, um, is that how you so popped is that what off, you're dealing though? with at the moment? Is that how you popped off though on SoundCloud? I mean, no, actually, I don't know. So I, I, I just discovered SoundCloud when I was, mm. uh, this is when I was like 17. No, maybe I was a bit older. I don't know. I don't know how old I was, but. This was like almost 10 years ago where I knew I discovered SoundCloud and then I would, you know, this was exactly 10 years ago. And then I knew, I, I was like, hey, I can write songs and record them because I've got a, comp- I happen to have it like, it was like one of those old box computers mm. it was a, and it had Windows 98 or something on it. Mm. And somehow I could record songs on it with Fruity Loops and stuff, I think. And oh, then I, I discovered, hey, I can put this stuff on the internet and I can mm. show people. So I started doing that. And then eventually it got to the stage where like, you could. There were downloads on the songs. Yeah. Uh, you you could have a limit on SoundCloud of a hundred downloads with the yeah. free SoundCloud account. So um, <laughs> eventually, I saw people actually downloading it. Then then what started to happen after I had uploaded a few songs, I would up, try upload a song every like two weeks or so. That's what I was doing, and then I saw that people would the whole download the whole hundred downloads would be used up. And then I was like, wow, maybe something people are enjoying these <laughs> songs. But um, then I kind of I don't know what happened after that. I don't know what happened with SoundCloud. I wasn't allowed to use it anymore with record labels because it's free yeah. there. And yeah, you got everything. Into, you got into got the system, ruined. bro. You got into the system. That was your. That's your biggest problem. Oh, you got that's into the it. system. Once you get into, <laughs> once you get into the industry, true. you can't go back. You can't go back. That's when people oh. are asking for their royalties. They're like, "Yo, Matthew, you got to take that SoundCloud down." You're like, no, but that's my yes. days. That's my days from Fishhook. Yeah. I had such good memories there. Yes, but it's still there, actually. Is it still luckily, there? It's all still there. Oh, lekker. Do you I remember some of, the, some of the the songs that you've written and that were really shit? Oh, yes, all of them. Well, not all of them, but a lot of them. Do you know what? I wrote a song called... Do you know it off the top of your no, head? No, I can know. You, can you play it now? I could probably even play some of it for you. Yeah, I, mean, I know you got your, comp- uh, your, your guitar with you. I so I'd love it. I do. What's, what's the song called? So um, I can practice my back announcing like I'm a radio this DJ. Is, this is I actually there's two. I could tell. There's there's the worst one that I'm thinking I shouldn't tell you about because <laughs> no, no one me. knows. Tell this. me. No one I knows want. This. I want to know. Listen on somebody's Africa's okay, well, best podcast wants to know. 
Oh, so there's, well, there's two. So there's one song mm. that I remember writing that actually isn't the worst, but it's so cheesy that I think it, it's, it's probably somewhere on the internet for people to find, but I tried to hide it. I tried to get rid of it. <laughs> I don't even know what it's called, but the chorus mm. I thought was quite catchy, mm. but then it's too catchy, too cheesy. It's, this is like one of the first three songs I ever wrote. Go the chorus it. goes, um, this is so cheesy. Can you hear the guitar? I can. I can. We're good. So it goes. So it went like this. Would you come to my reality? Because right now you are in my dreams. That's a giant. we could find. It's very cheesy. Bro, it's that, so bad. That's actually a jam of a song bro you could write it right now no, play, those, play those chords man. again i'm gonna show you what we'll do i'm play those chords i'm so gonna we'll sing play it for again you. you'll write yeah, it yeah I'll, I'll sing just for the you, chords bro. you're gonna sing yeah bro oh yes okay here we go what's One, the first two, word again what's the first three. word again uh, the first line yeah, the first went, line yeah would you come to my reality because yeah. right now you are in my dreams that's yeah, what yeah. i sang okay one two three four would you come to my dream? Oh, no. To, would you come to my reality because you're in my dreams? Okay. I'm no, just that was to... better, actually. Would you come no, to because my dreams? You had this very, like, um, the fray type of sound. Like, you know, there's pain in your voice. Yes. <laughs> like some, someone oh, hurt you. That's because I'm cringing. That's why I sound like <laughs> Don't, bro. Okay, go go again. Go again. I want to, I'll, I'll try to add a line good. for you. After you sing, one, two. Oh, do you want me to sing yeah, as well? You sing it, and then I will try Adeline afterwards. Okay, one, two, three, four. Would you come to my reality? Because right now you are in my dreams. You blocked me on Mixit, but I just want you to be it. What do you think? That what do you think? Whoa, that was pretty awesome. Mixit, I love that you brought Mixit into yeah, that. That was great. I feel like that's it really you're... connected with what was happening at the time. Yeah, <laughs> I, what, you, what you was, were literally there. You're right. What was happening at the time, Matthew? Tell us what was happening at the Mix time. Mixit, literally. I remember Mixit. That is insane. Now I was in high school and. And I, was, I guess the the people I was talking to, that was obviously a song mm. I wrote about. It. I actually made it was a made up girl because no girls were interested in me wow. in high school. You are such but, a liar. But I was Stop trying lying. to. Stop lying. You are a handsome white man. There no, were no, no. Plenty no of one women. was interested. No, I was too shy, man. I, they wanted all the bad boys at Bro, school. That's how school was. You are a church going, Jesus Christ loving, young, handsome white man. <laughs> I mean, church church even has those things for you. They call it youth, where it's just like, yo, all our youngsters yes. hang out together. Like they don't have that for no, Muslims. No, but it's youth. All the, the girls still didn't want, they didn't go for the guys like that. They went for the guys that didn't actually attend youth. They were outside smoking <laughs> and going to the McDonald's drive through and all of that. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, cool. So that's your, you claim it's your better worst song. What's the worst one? The worst one is the one that I was hoping we were just going to move past no, and we're not, not come no, to. No, we're but, not, bro. Okay. I'll, so this song, I'll show this you all bad. my bad this jokes. I'll show you all my bad jokes. <laughs> don't worry. You're going to have to. You're going to have to flip and do that. Oh, I'll help so you. So now this song. <laughs> so I lived in a house with, uh, in a in a home with like, a, I, I guess, a pretty well put together family kind of thing. Like, I mean, when I say put together, I mean, people were nice. Like yeah. they were supportive. My mom and dad were supportive. My sister was there. We didn't fight too much. We fought yeah. the right amount kind yeah. of thing. I don't know. I was definitely not. I'm not saying it was a perfect family. What I'm trying to say was, it was a good I, enough I was writing songs. Yeah. Sorry? It was a good enough family. It was a good family. 
it was good enough. Yeah, no, no, I love my family. So basically, they they supported me so much and everything. It was mm. amazing. But then I wanted to when I started writing songs. For some reason, I was writing these songs and trying to come up with like these these depressing stories. Like I was living this hard life. But actually, I was going home after school and getting nice lunch. Like my mom would make me sandwiches. My sister was cool. So, uh, but then I wrote this song called "Messed Up Guy." Yeah, tell her. <laughs> and um, oh, I don't know how I'm going to play this, but I had to put in drop D. This is in heavy metal tuning. Yeah. So I only remember the the verse. Oh no, that's a different song. It went something like, "See, I don't even remember." His life, his life's in under stress, and his life's in a mess, and he's under stress, and he hates everyone around, or something like that. This was the first song I ever wrote. And then it says, "His girlfriend broke up with him for some jock at school, and he's had enough." That those are the lyrics. I don't know how I remember this. Because I wanted to have this hard life, but that's the worst I could come up with. Oh, there's jocks at school. Yeah, hey, jocks well, are nice. Well, you had a you had a tough. It was tough for you. I think that's the reason why no one. No, I think that's the reason why you didn't like it is because you knew it was a lie. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, totally. That's one. But also, it's very. It's the worst song you've ever heard. And then the chorus goes. It goes something like, "That messed up guy. He wants to cry." Oh but um yeah it's a horrible i'm glad you brought this up i mean but I'm, I'm i want I, I want all the success for you in the world but <laughs> i'm so glad that you don't do that i'm really really glad okay good i mean because i've seen well, you thanks performed, for bringing this up hey welcome bro i'm always here to humble you i just like i remember when I was, <laughs> like i have only ever whenever i see you i make sure that i get to the front of the stage when i worked at the, the radio station Lies, man. That's no, man. Lies. You oh, bro, I can I can show you the photos. The front of the stage. No, I can show you the nah, photos. I don't believe it. I can show you You're the gonna photos. You're going to go Photoshop photos now and show me. I don't have to Photoshop. They're on my Instagram. <laughs> Let's you see these photos. You on your Instagram? Yeah, bro. Nah, There's lies. Like two I over there. That. I think I have another two archived as well. Um, you did um, Joburg Day. Uh, so they don't exist. No, they do. I still remember. I oh, still remember. Day. Oh, yeah, man. But the reason you went to the front of the stage is because you were yeah. behind. You were yes, backstage, behind the scenes. So you could go to the front of the stage. So everyone could see how cool you were for being at Duh. the front of the stage, but actually in between the Duh. front of the stage and the stage. But then I realized joking, how many though. white women love you. I've never seen so many JT tops oh, really? before in my life. <laughs> and like you were, you were, wow. you were one manning at this time. I thought before I saw you play, oh. I saw you play with another person once. I think someone was on drums for yes. you. Yes. But this time you, yes, you had your own um, like single drum and it was by yourself. And I thought like, geez, this guy is, oh wow, this guy is good, good. This is not like fake good. And then I said, nah, you, you know, what I'm gonna do. I'm that gonna, wasn't so nice. I'm gonna buy one of his t-shirts. I'm gonna buy one of his t-shirts. Oh really? Yeah. Then I got there oh, to the front oh, of the thanks, line man. to buy it, and then it was 250 rand. And I said, you know what? <clears throat> Fuck Matthew Mole. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, That's crazy. It was probably also that was around the time then that the record label was making t-shirts. I didn't have t-shirts. The record label had Matthew Mole t-shirts, and they were making 250 flippant bucks yeah, over bro. me. That's, That's crazy. I mean, are you selling much? I'm now? glad you didn't buy one. I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I like you a lot, but a, a t-shirt that just has your name on it. I mean, oh, I got, man. the only t-shirt I have I from a musician. A, a the only t-shirt I have from a musician or a band is from City Ball Misers. Oh, yes. Yeah. They, and the only way nice. I got that was because they threw it out into a crowd and they're only like eight oh, of us. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's all. Yeah, there are eight of us. <laughs> and then afterwards, I think Marty left the band, which, uh, which was, I was like, okay, cool. Oh, man. But, uh, more, more, Go, next time I see you, I'm going to throw a t-shirt towards you. 
Oh, bro, I'd love that and so much. And then we'll much. also hang out. I, I love so much. The, the greatest shout-out I ever got was from a Josie. And he said, I was in the front of the, yes. front of the crowd, and he said, you again. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Well, if you actually came to my shows, I would say the same thing. But you don't come to my shows anymore since we stopped. No, bro, friends, it's tough. Friends. It's tough to get to your shows. They are full. It's a thing that I wanted to actually bring up. I wrote it down. I was just like, have you ever checked the like the – the requests on your Instagram, like in the DMs, have you ever checked those? Yes, I do look at those a lot. I mean, and I mean, a lot of the time there's nice, really nice stuff. Yeah, I mean, what but you, what are you doing? Once, once, Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> once you got married, I think you were sorted. But pre-marriage, <laughs> yo, Matthew Mole was, you were getting woman, fire woman. I would see them at the gigs, bro. I'd see them at the gigs. And I was just like, "Yo, if I come, really? on, if I get a hit song, oh, it's done for." If I, if I had take yours, take mine. If I sang wow. that thing, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no man, it like, was, no. But I, I'm trying to think about what you. Maybe you are thinking of someone else. No, I'm not. Only, Bro, I've seen people. Really? Yes. Bro, even oh, the, with your... People that went to the... No, I was too shy for that, the girls. Man. You could have been shy, but I would have loved to have rolled with you, like be part of your entourage. No, you would, yeah, you'd Yo, kill it. I would have nice. easily, easily. I would have... Firstly, I would have converted person to Islam one way. Yo, <laughs> I would have kissed all of these white women, all of these white women and say, yeah, do you know about Allah? That's exactly what I would have done. Yo, I would have ruined it. <laughs> That's the only. That's the only reason why oh I want to get like God. famous, famous is so I can get like a caliber of woman, like a top tier. Yes. Okay. I mean, it's great man, now. You, you can't. You already. You don't need that, man. Oh, Look at you. Thank you. I mean, I'd, personality I'd, is all anyone <laughs> all anyone wants, not the looks. You're fortunately such, for you, I'm kidding. You got you've got it all. You're the full package. You're the looks. You are such you're a nice the, person. But, but can I ask you a more important question? Yes. Are you grateful? Am I? Wow. That was very deep. I know. Also, looking at you through this camera phone and the way you kind of asked it, it was very like emotional. No, I think um, because I think of because it's a very good career. It's a career that has. Oh wow! It's thanks. not like it's not your discography. Your your albums aren't. It's not like one banging album and then like two really really shitty albums. You know, it's like it's really oh, wow. really good music, and. Oh, thanks, man. I've like I've never not been in a position where you'd come on the radio and I would have to turn it off. Or like when, you know, when you listen to an album wow. and I think this is the thing it's that a, a lot of, you're welcome, bro. But I think that a lot of things that people don't <laughs> realize is that to listen to an album, to be able to listen to from song one all the way through song 12 and not find yes. any complaints and you want to listen to it is such a massive achievement because you'll find a lot of local musicians only have like a one hit. And I'm not saying that you yes. don't, you don't have your one hit. There's clearly like, if you hear the chords for Take Yours, Take Mine, we all know. <laughs> I could listen to the song. Oh, I've listened man. to the song a lot. And it must be shitty as a musician to keep on playing it because it's just like, yo, I've got other things, guys. But you go like that whole oh, album that's was good. That's actually the fun one. <laughs> yeah, you go like that whole album was good. Are you grateful? Oh, man, thank you. Are you grateful yes. to have achieved that? Sure. No, thanks for saying that. I mean, I, I'm super grateful. I'm flipping grateful. I can't even explain to I think maybe sometimes I might come across... To people like I'm not grateful because I just don't know how to express it. But uh, yeah, man, I'm super grateful. I mean, all I've all I've ever wanted to do was just, I mean, since I started writing songs and started figuring out, oh, you can write songs and play them and people can listen to them. So um, since I figured that out, I I just wanted to keep doing that mm. and keep writing songs and then 
then I figured out, oh, you can actually have like a message, a po- some kind of positive message in a song, and people will will respond to that, and they'll be touched by that, may- if hopefully. And um, the more that's happened, the more I just realized, like, it's such an amazing thing to be a part of doing just m- the music industry or music. Oh. So I'm super grateful. I mean, I, I even just like even if it had to kind of all end i mean I've, there's still so many things that i'd love to do and there's so many dreams i still have within music but mm. if i kind of had to stop playing music i would i would look back and be super grateful to everything that's already happened so just the fact that you're saying that that there's a that you like there's an album that you wouldn't want to skip or like a bunch of songs that's amazing that's the dream so yeah man thanks no i I mean, like, I don't know. I don't even know how to. I think it's something that I think of because I always related to comedy because I always go like, specifically yes. for a comedian, you um, you can always get better. Like the yes. jokes, the jokes I wrote ten years ago, are nowhere near as good as the jokes are right now. And like, okay, yeah, yeah, totally. It's like you're always growing. A joke I wrote ten like ten days ago. Well, not ten. Now you got to tell one. Oh, oh no, you got to tell us one of these ten year ago jokes. Now you got oh, me to sing bro. two horrible songs um, that I wrote over ten years ago. I'll t- I can't, nice. um, you see, I don't even know if it was like a me joke or like a subconscious joke. Because, you know, like sometimes back in the day, okay. something would get stuck in your head and you don't know if it's your joke or like something you read like on an email chain. Oh, totally. And, I think it's the um, same with songs. And I, yeah, I mean, I hope it wouldn't be the same with songs because it would be mad if you were just like, hey, guys, I've just, uh, I've just wrote a new song for you guys. No, it's not funny. No, it's not right. It doesn't matter <laughs> who's wrong or right. Yeah, Just true. beat it. Uh, that's true. And you'd be like, that's Michael Just Jackson, Matthew Moll. And you'd be like, no, it's oh not. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> Guys, I wrote the song. <laughs> I um I had a song. I had a joke about um like the different types of the different types of poos you take. I'm trying to remember the setup because yes. I know the, I know the punchline was horrible. This sounds awesome already. No, I love this. I love this kind horrible. of horrible. And I just remember one was when you'd go to the toilet and nothing would come out and we would call that the ghost caca. And yeah, nice one. No, it's not nice. You see, you're such a nice person. It was horrible. No one like so solid. <laughs> no, but I would laugh at this because it's stuff that people I mean, I I can relate to that kind of. I mean, everyone can relate to it. I mean, that's why I think can. that's hilarious. No, but this I think is ten like, years ago. Yeah, but I don't know. See, you were coming up with fire ten no, years. No, I ago. was. That's not fire. That is a simple, simplistic type of <laughs> shitty, literally, metaphorically and literally, like a shitty <laughs> joke. I mean, like now, like now, I like breaking down like different concepts and type of stuff. So, like, I'm working on a new show about. Uh, so yes. my previous show is all about love and stuff. Um, it's called Love and Other Jokes. Oh, you know what would be cool? I would love if you could play at Love and Other Jokes. I generally have a musician with me. His name is Jaden Daniel. Very good guy. And uh, so he's really, so he generally, he plays for me. But like, I would love to, oh, that'll be dope. I must try and make that happen as as soon as lockdown's over and you have a free date. But aren't you going on tour now? Aren't you going to go see Oh, definitely, man. No, I I mean, at the moment, when it comes to touring, everyone, uh, I don't, Mm. I can only plan as far as everyone else knows. So at the moment, I'm still waiting until there's more information before I know if I can go on tour. So as soon as we know your dates, we're going to make this happen. Oh, that, is, that sounds great. Uh, just a side question. When you go on tour, right, I'm assuming yes. that you, it's either you go by yourself or you're like, you're opening for like a much more famous band, right? Oh, totally. Oh, that's most of the time. Most of the, most of the time. Way more. I mean, so that makes it sound, what I'm trying to say is yeah, everyone um, is more famous than Matthew Mott. No, I'm saying is, that I'm saying that we know that you're famous. We know the level of fame, but I'm just like, if Red no, Hot man. Chili Peppers are touring, <laughs> just like we know, we know more about the Red Hot Chili Peppers than we know about Matthew Moore. 
That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. So I'm saying so this I'd tour, love to open for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I think you do pretty well. Who I remember who opened for them when they were here. I think it could have been the Antwoord. I think it could have been the Antwoord. Oh yes. They did yeah. actually open that's and they are flipping huge. Yeah, they're massive overseas. When I was in Montreal for the comedy festival, we were there and then Oh, did you see them there? Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't see them there. They were performing the following week. But I remember when someone asked, like, hey, where are you okay. from? And then they'd be like, we're from South Africa. Then they'd be like, oh, from, like, Diane Ward? I was oh, like, Diane Ward, yeah. I was like, why would you go there first before you go to Nelson Mandela? Like, <laughs> I was like what is <laughs> wrong with so you? That's so true. I'm going to tell people yeah. that, ask Diane people that the next time. That, yeah. I mean, like. Yeah, everyone says that to me as well if I meet someone from overseas. Like, you know Diane Ward? Do you have any, like, like bad shows? Like, as comedians, we have, like, bad shows oh, all the time. Wow. But I mean, like, no, yeah, yeah, all the time. But I think for music, it's easier. I think, I think I have it. Musicians have it lucky. Like, if we have a bad show, maybe if you like break a string or whatever, like it's there'll be like a song where you are, it's bad. But then hopefully you can bring it back in like another song, and then you can just hide it because you, you, yeah. I'm singing and playing music. I'm not, I'm not like, I can, I can maybe play a whole show and pretend like I don't see the audience. Yeah. If I, if I feel like it's going bad, I'll just, I'll just try and get through it, and then, yeah. I mean, and I. I, I hate that kind of thing. I hate that when the when you feel like you're having a hard show, and especially if it's at the beginning of the show, then you yeah. have to try and make your way through it because it's only on me. It's not on the people. But then I feel like for you, well, it's if tougher. You, like, like the interaction is huge. Yeah. The, the engagement between you and the audience. So I can't imagine how hard it must be when you're having a difficult show and then you needed, you still needed like, I mean, I remember I suck everything you, out of yourself. I saw you at a team building workshop once. Or was one of the, <laughs> one I of think I know. That, well, I've, I think I've only played like one or two of those, and it's already in my mind. Yeah, it was. It was one oh, of our man. town hall meetings, and I think it was. Oh, man. I think a few of your singles had just come out, and and generally they let the mu- the musician play while everybody's going to line up for food to go eat. Because like the thing, yes, with the difference yes. between music and comedy is that music can be played in the background. Comedy can't be played totally. in the background. Oh, that's very true. Oh. So if okay. like, you could go like, oh, like, oh, guys, and Matthew Moe, welcome on stage. And you could perform. It's like, oh, and lunch is served now. And people could get up and you could, yeah. you still getting paid. I could play a bad show. No one will even no know. No one will know. And they'll be like, oh, this is my favorite song. Totally. Yeah. And eat their totally. breakfast roll. Whereas if you imagine 100%. that with comedy, like you, welcome you, on stage. People have their eyes on you that's, when I, it's you. I think comedians Comedian. have, a t- have a tougher time when it comes to, um, totally. <laughs> to bad things. Totally. Gigs. Because I mean, like you say, like yeah. you, even when you said, "Yeah, if a string breaks," I'm like, "Yo, I would love a string to break," and and because people still yeah, give, if you had something else, because <laughs> people still give musicians yeah. like time. You'd be like, "Sorry, guys, just my my string broke," but let totally, me, yeah, you I'm can't even go, have a little break. Yeah. And, just let me quickly collect my thoughts. I'm sorry, guys, I've yeah. gone blank. But um, but that's cool though. I feel like that's amazing. Imagine I mean, me on stage going, I, um, "Sorry, guys, that." Uh, sorry, guys. That uh, that joke, <laughs> that joke it's like didn't work. Like a quick work. break in the in the whole yeah. persona thing. You can't yeah. do that if you're a comedian. Yeah, oh, man. That that joke didn't work, so I'm going to um, let me just start over again for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh um, my word. They I would never thought me. about it like that. They hate me, bro. Yo, I, I, like <laughs> you know, what's missing in the in the music market is of of oh wow is a funny is a funny <laughs> musician. That's what's missing. Yeah. <laughs> if I could form a band, if I could form a band, yes. I would have the guy that played original drums for Short Straw. I don't know what his name is, but I know he's got... Yeah, Holly was his name. Yeah, but he had like webbed Legend. hands. He had like webbed hands. Yes. That guy That guy could... I don't and know. It, <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, he was crazy. Yeah. I'll get him. He was insane. 
I get you for backup Definitely. vocals. Uh, Keen, I mean, yeah. or triangle, something like that, yeah. Yeah, but you also play the ukulele, which is good. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, that thing, that thing is great. I would then get Jaden Daniel on the keys because very good with that. Nice. I get, Jazz, yeah. I get, I get Majosi, um for the BE quota. That's the main thing. And the um, screams. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, nice. yeah I get and, and the heavy metal scream. Yeah, and the then <laughs> and then I would get Desmond and the two just to do the catering because they used to have that dope ass <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> that sounds so good. Every time you play a show, there's also going to be catering provided by Desmond and the Tutus. Yeah. This sounds like a good act know, putting bro. together. Yeah. Do you remember the restaurant? Wolves, Thinking about Wolves and um. Oh yeah. And the Good Luck Club. Wolves was and Mr. Big Stuff, Good Luck Club. Yeah. Man, they are the kings of that. They but they also love snacks. Uh, when you said the catering, I pictured like, like you'd be playing a gig, but then they'd ha- they'd be on the stage with like platters of food. I once played a show. So Craig, drummer yeah. of Desmond the Tutus, he would play drums with me, and he still does. When yeah. at least I guess when we get back to gigs, there was one time when so in the middle of the set. So now so we'd go on stage. Me and Craig we'd play shows together. We'd go on stage and then we'd play the songs together, two of us, him on the drums, me singing guitar, and then he'd go off stage. I'd play some acoustic songs, then he'd join me again on stage and we'd end the show off together. Mm. Then um then this is why I know that Desmond and the Tutus would be good for catering, is because Craig would come back on stage after that little break that he'd have in the middle. He came back on stage once with this massive platter of snacks in his hand. I didn't know he was going to do this. And he started serving it to people in the front of the crowd. Yeah. And it was such an awesome touch. He was just doing it as a joke, but people loved it. No, bro. So I think you, Desmond, you, are spot on. you got Tutus, it. So Desmond and the Tutus catering. They know how to perform. They know how to give a good show. I was at a show are. with a girlfriend once years ago. And um, yes. Uh, what's the what's Craig's brother's name, man? Um, Shane. Shane, yeah, Shane, lead singer. Yeah, and Shane was singing a song, and then he yes. got on his knees and started to give Magic kisses. Kiss. Started to give kisses to everybody in the front, oh, wow. in, in the front of the crowd, and looked directly at my girlfriend at the time and pulled into <laughs> smooch. And I was like, "Not today, man! Come on, hey, nice one! I can't Good. compete you with you. I can't compete with you. You are good at this thing. I have, don't even have a career <laughs> yet. I can't compete, no, man. man. Uh, you, you oh, are underestimating yourself. That's what I've gathered. You underestimating <laughs> yourself when it comes to this kind of thing. I wish females. I wish, yeah, females. <laughs> but now, um, Shane once did a once did a a card. Well, I've the one or two times that I, I mean. I've seen them play a million times, but mm. one of the two, one or two of those times, he did a magic trick in the middle of the show. <laughs> so the band's playing a song. Yeah. He kind of puts the mic down. He takes out a pack of cards, cards from his yeah. pocket. Such a cool thing to do in a in a gig, <laughs> in like a club. I, I feel like, but I also feel like you can't do that because I feel like you'd get scared. <laughs> I feel like. No, yeah, no, I'm not confident enough for that kind of thing. I would get way too scared and I'd mess up the trick and people would be like, what is this guy even doing? Well, I don't think they'd be like, what? they'll go like, oh, cute. Because I, I, that's literally how people respond oh, to you. No. They'd be like, there's Matthew, he's so cute. He's so cute. He oh, messed you up see the that? magic trick. The reaction you want. <laughs> okay, cool. It's yeah. come to my. It's come to my favorite part of the show because uh, we've been yes. here for, we've been here for a while. We didn't really speak a lot, but um, yeah, we have. I'm sorry. Thanks for for letting me be here with you. No, it's it's great that you, it's great that you're here. Um, it's just one of these things where generally these days when I'm recording the podcast, like I used to have like a good flow. Like I had questions to guess like, yo, where did you start? What's your biggest obstacle? Yes. Da, 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 da. Yes. Why did this happen? Why did this happen? But uh, after I hit that, are you grateful question? I think um, I peaked 
And uh, oh, that was yeah, that was that was a flipping high point. And now it's and just a, the way you looked, the way you sounded, the way it felt, it was so perfect. Top tier broadcaster, <laughs> my friend. One day we'll uh, we'll get onto oh, radio. Exactly, not not eight. Yeah, no, when we yeah. say top tier, we're talking one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one day we hopefully hopefully we're trying to. I'm trying to. Um, I'm trying to get people to employ me at seven or two. So, um, okay, when this, nice. When this podcast comes out, I'll I'll tell you what to tweet and just be like, hey, at seven or two. Please, please employ Simi. Um, that's what we're going for. Talk, <laughs> that's good. Yes, okay, nice. Talk but radio. I mean, they wish. They wish. They, they wish they could have you. If I anyone would, wishes this, I man. would jump. And I'm not just saying that as well. Thanks, bro. Thanks. That means a lot to me. I, I it sounds really... like I'm just saying. It. it sounds like the kind of thing someone would just say. But no. I have known you for like since since the start of my career, at least. Oh, and you thanks, have bro. 100% stood out. Oh wow! Like from, I mean. Because because of the industry I had mentioned was in like radio and stuff, you need to flip and have your own talk show, not be on someone else's talk show, radio talk show. That thing that that makes me happy. But it's come to my favorite part of the show where you get to ask me any question, any question. Yes, and I will. Okay, well, what I I have planned something to ask you. Oh, that's great, and you can ask more than one. It's just it's just the part of the show where we we do this. Oh, great. Okay, well, well then that'll kind of work. But the way that I've planned it is, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna. Because you're a comedian mm-hmm. and because you are a flippin' funny guy, I'm not really. I only can pretend to try and be funny. I thought, let me not take this question too seriously. I wanted, I wanted to ask you a That's question fine. during this. and I Go for it. And I thought, let me not make it serious. I'm going to kind of make it a game kind okay. of thing where I Perfect. played this game with some people on like Zoom. You know, everyone's doing the Zoom yeah. thing these days. On, yeah. And I've done a lot of family quizzes and stuff. I, there was a stage where... I went 13 Saturdays in a row doing a family quiz every Saturday for 13 Saturdays. I'll beat you. But yeah, bro. The point I'll is, beat you. I'll beat you. <laughs> Girls lockdown. The point is that I want to just play a game with you. Hopefully we can, we can, it, this will work. Um, uh, but I'm going to ask you mm-hmm. to name, to name, um, I've, I've got a category, but maybe we can try a few of them, but I've just got one specific one that I want to do with you where I'm going to ask you to name 10 things mm. within a specific category that I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to give you, I'm going to, let's say I'm going to give you 20 seconds. I'm going to mm-hmm. count to 20 That's and you've got to name 10 things. I just want to say, I'll, one I'll thing. count in my head when people, when people always give like these name 10 things type of questions, like, you know, we'd be like, Oh, what's your top five favorite songs? I always go, I can barely name two. <laughs> you asked me to name I know. five. To like, name ten. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now I'm telling you ten. Yeah. Okay, no, but cool. the reason is this. I'm gonna you're I'm not even gonna I'm not I'm trying not to hint what I'm gonna ask you because I don't want you to think about it. But um I was gonna say five, but I think five is too easy because yeah, of where I'm going here. Okay. But also I want it to be kind of challenging. I'm I'm setting you up for failure here, okay. basically. That's fine. Because when I when you don't fail and you do succeed, it's gonna be even cooler. <laughs> okay, so basically I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the category and then I'm gonna as soon as I tell you the category, I'm gonna start counting to twenty in my head. Okay. Hopefully by that before I get to the end of twenty, you will I mean have I've, I've, got a, I've got a timer next to me. If you want Oh, you got to, one. Yeah, if you want me to use it or that's if you want to count in your that's head. Better. Okay. That's, but then I how can I trust you though? Okay, you know what? Counting your I head. Can't see this count, time count in your head as well. Podcast, yeah. You know what the wonderful thing about a okay, podcast yeah, yeah, is, is that people can count twenty seconds because it's at the bottom of the screen. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Okay, so people cool. know if, if. Okay, that's true. So then maybe you use so that so that you we're following the right timing okay. here. You use that timer, and then people will know afterwards whether or not you cheated. No stress. I got you. <laughs> okay, are you ready though? I'm Tell ready, me when you're ready, and we're gonna go. I'm ready, bro. Okay, so I'm going to count you down, yeah. and then I'm going to say what the category is. Okay, three, two, one. You need to name 10 South African comedians, excluding yourself. 
Go. Trevor Noah, Eugene Corza, Robbie Collins, Tatsun Kunso, Scott Bezadenhout, Lindy Johnson, Eric Janssen, Nicholas Goliath, Jason Goliath, Donovan Goliath. That's 10. Oh my gosh. Now you see. Yes. Sir. Yeah, but you asked me to know something that I know. <laughs> I was like, I just exactly, have to. Exactly, though. That's what I thought. So now, if, what's cool about that is you're, if you have to ask me to name 10 South African artists in 20 seconds, I'll probably name three. Yeah. And, and let's not do that. It's because you, always, it's cause so, you always hang out with the same people, bro. That's your problem. It's like, uh, if I asked you, like, yo, name me South African musicians slash bands, you'd be like, Desmond the Tutu, Franta Van Koch, I love that guy so much. He helped me out in my career. He's the first guy <laughs> I ever met. If it wasn't for Francois, I wouldn't be a and guy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I play this game with someone, and they ask me uh, to name, just to name five female yeah. South African artists, and I literally named one. And what I felt so name? bad, but then they all came to me afterwards. Did you I name- think I named Charlize Berg. And who's Which, that? I don't, yeah, you see, well, she's famous because the South African, uh, South African Afrikaans music industry, they're people that no one's ever heard of, but they are huge. Yeah, they're because, massive. Do you know Abby de Villiers, the cricketer? Yes. He has an Afrikaans album, my man. You are kidding me. No jokes. No jokes. Hold on. Let, let me just stay on the line. I'm actually going to find. Yeah, I mean, we need to hear this. Hold on. I've got over here. Abby and his wife performed a splendid Abby. cover of Ronan Keating's. And his wife? Yeah. Uh, they perform a splendid cover of Ronan Keating's When You Say Nothing At All. Let's get you. That's the YouTube advert, you know? Oh, I was going to say, this is an up-tempo version of this song. Oh, and it's sponsored by Royal Hi Challenges. Hi, guys. This is a song I learned to play when I was about 11 years old. He was 11. And I'm going to sing it with my beautiful wife. Everyone knows this song. You, you, gross. And I hope you enjoy it. We're just fooling around a bit here in Bangalore, having a good time. Yeah, he's playing guitar by himself, bro. It's amazing how you can speak right to my heart. I see you mouthing the word. Whoa! So they've got an album. Well, like an album. Yeah, bro. You light up the dark. I'm just waiting for them to get to the the chorus, you know. Harmonizing, wow. What I hear when you don't say a thing. Whoa. Not bad. The smile you face lets me know that you go. I mean, it's cute. It's cute. That's the thing. It's cute. That's, but I want to find no, the. That's it. That's what it needs to be, I think. I want to I wanna see. I know he's got an Afrikaans one. Afrikaans album, bro. This and guy. And does he have like a stage name, or is it just no, ABD, bro? ABD. Oh wow. Okay, hold on. We've got this is the music video. Makio Dromavar, Dromavar. Is this one of his songs? Yeah, bro. With. Whoa. I mean, this sounds like Bro You know the difference wow. You know this the difference Like really good Yeah, you know the difference Between you and A.B. de Villiers is Is that A.B. de Villiers he, Can sing, right? But you can't play cricket Andy. As well as A.B. de Villiers can Challenge accepted <laughs> I, like, I like how you said Challenge accepted <laughs> Like you're gonna face uh, You're gonna face a bouncer From Lungi and Gidi And you'll be like Yeah, well I'm gonna. Uh, you gonna try? I don't even know if I want to try. <laughs> you no, see, I'm gonna try. That's the problem. So challenge accepted. Then, 
and I'm going to start a cricket band with Abby de Villiers. Oh, wow. That, I think you guys would do well together. And any, <laughs> any more questions, my friend? Are those, are those your questions for me that you had? Let's see. I want to ask you a question related to, I mean, this is generic. If it's going to be generic, see, I specifically tried not to come up with something generic and do like I mean, a game kind of thing. I mean, that was but, cool as well. But I'm just like, I am. No, but we need more. I we think you're more. underestimating what, how I good think, I am. So I want to ask you something relating to like your, your shows. Yeah. Like your stand-up it. shows. And, um, this is, bear in mind, this is your opportunity to ask a question. So I have lots of questions for musicians because I go like, yo, how do you write a song? Where does this come from? What do you do? What's the worst song? Et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, I always think about the entertainment industry as a whole anyway, because I'm just like, how do yeah. I mesh like music and comedy or how can I, because like I always go like a person's brand should always look at the other people that would roll with that brand. So I go like, so when you look at Matthew yeah. Mole, you go like, oh, if I go watch Desmond and the Tutus, I may see Matthew Mole and Matthew Mole is there and he's on stage. Totally, and, totally. Oh, Craig is playing yes. drums. It's Opie Copy. Oh, this is great. You love to see those things because those things make yes, fans yes. excited. Whereas I go, comedians don't really work like that because you can't be on stage and another comedian just like pops on. But so the, I always think of the industry as a like whole. That? I would have uh, thought it was like that. I mean, we roll together to like gigs and stuff and like we help each other out, yes. but I don't think it's to the, at the yes. stage where like for me personally, I think if I'm doing a one man show, I'll give a younger comedian an opportunity to open for me so yes. they can cool. share my cool. audience at least. But totally, totally. I mean, we used to do myself and another comedian, Eugene Causa, we'd go on stage at the same time and we'll speak through things. But I mean, like those are just, yes. those are two comedians on stage. I am thinking more of totally. the, I'm thinking more of um, like, a, like if I go on stage, like hanging out. Yeah, no. If I go on stage, I'd be like, "Yo, guys, I've got my my unofficial best friend Matthew Moore with me, and we're gonna sing songs and tell jokes and stories yes. and stuff." Like totally, that type totally. of stuff doesn't happen a lot in our industry, at least. And that sounds awesome, though. Mm. Like if we, I would be honored if we'd make. If we, I know you were just making a joke, but let's do one of those. I'm gonna bro, come if, to you. Uh, if you're you keen, place, I would make jokes. I would love to. Like, I mean, like, I know we're all in lockdown and stuff now, but I am planning something in November. As soon as it's out. I mean, oh really? Yeah, I am planning something in November. My mate has this big mansion in Houghton. It's like three floors nice. and stuff, and he's super rich. He supplies clothes to um, the Foschini Group. I want to make friends with this guy. Yeah, yeah, we all do. Um, and I was thinking about doing something like maybe on his roof type of thing, you know, like it's um, like just a small yeah, little live stream. Distance. Yeah. And then uh, we very cool. Yeah. So I know you're doing like all these live streams and stuff. And that's maybe that's a question I should ask you. So you're a young kid, fish hook, you're performing. And how does someone notice you and then you get a record deal? Oh, wow. So that's, that's like... Oh, this is going to sound so cheesy, but I read a thing. I think it was a Richard Branson quote, <laughs> but um, someone, some quote of a business guy that said something about, um, I think he said something about uh, success. Or he either said, it was either success or luck or whatever. I don't know. But it's basically when when years of preparation mm. meet opportunity or something mm. like that. That's luck. Mm. But it, so it's kind of like what I what I what I what I kind of connected with in that is like. You can be, you can, you can prepare, like spend as long as you can, and as long as as much time as you can. Not as don't take as long as you can, but mm. spend as much time as you can, putting all the effort and stuff into the detail, so that when the right opportunities come along, you're ready for those opportunities, kind mm. of thing. Um. So then, I guess, for me, I've been fortunate enough to. I mean, I I tried when like years ago before I 
really got shows, I'd, I would ask everyone I could find, restaurants or mm. whatever, just like any places or any events that were happening or just any people that I knew of that knew about events, I would ask them if I could just go and play at that show just so I could be in front of as many people as I could at the time. Mm. So um, so I tried my best to, to put myself in front of people that would that listen to music. And if they listen to music, maybe there's a chance that some of the people that were listening to music were actually involved in like mm. record label stuff that would be that would be able to tell me, point me in the right direction so that I could record an album and actually I don't know I didn't know anything so I just wanted to be pointed in the right direction so that I would somehow land up in front of people that knew how they could help me get like an and album think, together or whatever um I think my follow on question for that is the So you just need to try man yeah you need I, to learn and I mean I get that I think the question I want yes. to ask is the moment you knew that you were spotted and that there would be a deal, what's that process? And not in the sense where it's just like, where we go like, oh, you know, if you work hard and you keep on working hard, someone will eventually notice you. Yeah, I'm talking, I see what you're saying. I'm talking about the moment where you go like, oh, I'm noticed now. I'm, I've got an offer. And then also yes. like, how does someone offer you? Is it like an email? Is it a WhatsApp? Is it a phone call? Does someone come watch your show? Totally. What is it? It's such a good question because no one ever, no one ever knows like the practical, mm. simple way. How does this stuff happen? So for me at least, um, there I knew of some labels, and and I guess the music industry and probably all sorts of industries. So both of our industries, the entertainment industry, has changed a lot in like even in the last five years. But mm. um, for me, the way it worked was I was still kind of just getting out of school and I was writing songs using SoundCloud. So luckily. For me, SoundCloud was a thing at the time. It still yeah. is a thing, but I think it was newish at the time. So then I was able to kind of have my songs out there. Mm. So as the internet and social media was becoming such a big thing, it was such a nice time to kind of have SoundCloud where people mm. were, were so fascinated by social media that now they have social media and they also have access to hear my songs. And then um, at the time, there were some record labels that I had heard about that I like. I was just interested in because they had artists that I really liked. And then... Um, Somehow, I think I don't think I ever got to the point where I like emailed record labels, mm. demos, and stuff like yeah. that because I didn't know that that's what you could do. But then there was just I think the SoundCloud thing helped a lot. So I I had songs out there that people were able to discover without me having to send it to them. And then there was a, there were two record labels at the time that did get in touch with me. And then the second label was one that I really liked because of the artists that they had. Yeah. So I was like, wow, this is crazy. So what they said was I got an email from a guy saying. Hey, I, I know a photographer that sent music to me of yours and I really enjoyed it kind of thing. And I didn't know who the photographer was, but that's where the connection was made. This photographer came across my songs and they thought, hey, mm. let me send it on to this label owner because mm. maybe he would like this. And then this guy said to me, his name's Carl Anderson. This guy's yeah. a genius. I was really, I'm sure you you probably met yeah. him. I don't know if you know him. But um, and he said to me, Hey, I, this photographer sent me your songs and I I really like your songs. Would you like to set up, like, I'd love to set up a meeting. I lived in Cape Town at the time, but he, this label is based in Johannesburg. He said, we'd, we'll, we'll even get you up to Joburg just so we can have a meeting, let you know what we're all about. Maybe we can mm. chat about working together. That's kind of how it worked. And I was super excited because I already knew who he was. Well, I knew who the label was and I knew all the artists. So I was flipping excited. I was this kid that knew nothing about record labels and mm. stuff. So to me, it sounded like someone wanted to make my dreams come true. Yeah. And then, um, and then, yeah, basically I went and I met him and, I loved everything about them. He sent over a contract to me and I read it. I looked at it with my parents and we kind of made sure that I wasn't signing my life away. And there, and it was a fair, pretty fair record deal because this is just music was the mm. record label. They were very legit. This guy was amazing, Carl Anderson. I'm saying this guy, but he's a legend. 
and um and yeah and it all that for me i feel like i was just things just worked out so nicely the opportunities just worked out so it was amazing i was super blessed by the way everything worked out there but yeah, so I don't know how it works these days, though. <laughs> I don't know what you need to do to get the music in front of the right Matthew people. Matthew everyone's got music. Matthew Mole, South Africa's first SoundCloud rapper who doesn't rap. <laughs> that's basically your, <laughs> that's your oh, actor Rich's story. Okay, and cool. And just to end this thing off, uh, what's your one question you wanted to ask me again? Question. Mm. So, but aside from the game, this is something I've always thought about. But like, I I know. I, like we we've spoken a lot like in passing and all of that so over the literally over like seven years or so i think yeah, it's closing on a decade actually so i know it's insane so i've got a good idea of what you're like as a person and i feel like i've got a good idea of what you're like as a person in front of people as simi the comedian and as mm-hmm. simi the person so like for me it's cool to tell what I know for sure about you, I know this for sure. You're not ever trying to kind of like be funny as a comedian. You're not trying to be funny outside of when you're working kind mm. of thing. But do you ever feel that kind of pressure? Like as a comedian, if you are, firstly, if you're just kind of mm. maybe not with your friends, if you're with people and you're in a normal setting, do you feel like you have to try and try and be a little bit more funny or um, like, do you have to be funny? Cause you're, cause you're known as yeah. a comedian. Do you have to try and be funny? And then when you're like doing like press or whatever, just say you go on, like a talk show or whatever, yeah. like a TV show. Do you feel like you have to be funny because you are? It's actually a very good question. Show people, listen, I'm a comedian, so this is what I'm like. So, I'm what I'm trying to say is, it doesn't look like to me. It's never looked like you have to try because you just are naturally. You, it's like it's perfect. Well, I think. It's, but have you ever felt like it's when I was younger? I think I would definitely, if I was doing an interview or something like that. I would yes. always, always try to be on because that's what we call it in the industry. Yeah, like, totally. Oh, you're on. I He's on all the time. Yeah. And I realize that I'm, I don't have the rhythm for that. Like even my comedy itself is not, it's not gag based like that. It's not like. Yes. Yeah, totally, totally. There's no like, like beats Barry, and stuff. Yeah, it's not, not not like Barry. Like Barry is excellent at that, but yeah. like yeah. me on stage and me off stage now in my thirties is definitely yes. the same person. So totally. I used to be when I, I was younger, I would, I would turn it on more when I was on stage and then off stage. It's like, yeah, like, cause I'm a very, like, as much as I'm like, a lot of people think that like I'm an asshole and stuff and offish and type of, that type of stuff. It's just like, I am. People think that. Yeah. Because I am, because I'm very, like, I take my. No, you are, man. No. You're I, literally the opposite <laughs> of that. You know, once you get to know me, I don't have that. You know, and okay. once there's, okay. once you understand my rapport, which the older I got, more people yes. understood anyway. But when I was younger, I was much more offish and stuff like that. Um, and that wouldn't wow. reflect on stage. But now, like when I go do a radio yes. interview, I tell myself in my head, I'm just like, no, answer these questions how you would normally engage and yes. answer, whether it's funny or not. And I think another thing is That's that what cool. what people don't realize is that at some point of an artist's trajectory, you don't want yes. to be classified as one thing only. So like, you know how earlier okay. on you said, I wanted to be an artist because I could draw, you know, and I like drawing. Yes. Yes. And then for me, I know that I'm more than an artist because there's more to me than comedy. So, totally. so totally. as much as I am a comedian, there's other things I'm really good at in an artistic sense. 100%. So I want to be yeah. known as a creative or an artist. I don't want to be known yes. as, yo, he's the just comedian. this, yeah, just the comedian. 
because yes. I, feel, I feel like there's much more, there's so many more facets to me. So when I do a radio interview, like I was on 702 last week, I was with Conrad Cock, who yes. does Chester Missing. Yes. And we were on Clement Magnatella's show and we were talking about politics and stuff. And I have like a, a very good understanding of like socio-political issues. So I can speak about them. Yes. I think where people, the where, where people go like a bit crazy, they're just like, oh, you're meant to make that funny. And you don't have to. Yes. So for me, I don't turn it on as much. Like I know you yeah. well enough now that I can banter with you. That I'll be like, yo, Matthew. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah. the feeling that I try. So like I'm now, nowadays I'm much more laid back. And like I'll be, as soon as we finish this podco- podcast, I'll be the same. Like it wouldn't change. Yes, exactly. Yeah. but That's um, awesome. That's the vibe I get. Yeah, and that's the thing that I want to. I want to. So the, yes. I always tell people when I go on stage, there's no, there's no difference. Like I do a thing, and I don't know if you yes. do it. Um, I don't hype myself up for a gig. Like it's for me, it's a, okay. it's my job. Firstly, and secondly, it's just yes. it's part of my twenty four hours in the day. So I know yes. I must be on wow. stage for an hour. So I remember when I'd, I like really I would cool. I go on stage like almost like as if it's part of my routine so i was like oh i'll see you guys now i'm yes. just gonna go do my thing totally totally then do my thing and then i'm off the stage i'm not like they're going like yo let's take some photos let's do all of this i yes, yeah yes. take my pen and my notepad and i'm gone yeah man that's awesome and that comes across i think that's amazing because yeah. it's like because you seem super organic i mean you are super organic and it's yeah you know, and i think that's the best like, and i think that's also one of the differences like because music music can like you know eminem said it like music can alter moves and talk to you you know so like oh, wow so like you can eminem. always feel that type of stuff and like i always wanted like when a musician gets off stage like why are they why are they still that person on stage because for me it's the gig is over <laughs> The gig is over. Yeah, totally. I get to go hang with my friends, even though like I called the people that watch my shows my friends because I mean, all I ideally want as an yes, artist is a room full of people that I can talk to, and if they want, they can talk back to me, and then often totally, and, man, and they just pay a little bit of money so I can keep on doing this thing and I can book more venues. Yes, and then I want to go yes. outside and and sit and chill with them. That's why you'll find people in my shows. Exactly. No one takes photos after the gig. Um, people may wow. wait, people may wait in like the foyer area, and then I'll come out yes. and then we'll speak. We won't take any photos I'm still. Chat a bit. That's exactly it, and that's a it's a thing that I've worked on, and it's the one thing I like about myself. That's amazing, man. That's so cool. Yeah. Mean, it's flipping inspiring. I mean, other than that, Matthew Mold, this has been a great, great podcast. I think it's one of been one of my longest yeah. podcasts. And, oh, I'm um, sorry to make that it's so long, no. but thank you. It's been a flipping. It's been amazing. I enjoy doing this thing and I wish you all the success in the world. Thank you so much, man. You as well. And soon we're going to, as soon as the lockdown's over, we've got a lot of plans that we've got to get Definitely. to, man. You're such a good guy. Simi Arif joins us in studio. He knows more than you can imagine. Is President Barack Obama a Muslim? Because you know it's going to be a zoo. It was already a zoo. Did anything happen while I was gone? Haven't you noticed the whole place is on fire? Let me tell you why you're here. But they can only speak in question. Are there side effects? Or? Just diarrhea. My first guess is... Simi, Simi, Simi. Knock, knock, who's there, this guy? Lesser known somebody's. Somebody. 